Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, beautiful listeners. Welcome, guys. Welcome to second season, episode two. Woohoo! Two, two. Two, two. Gotta love it in 22. Yeah. That's crazy. Second season, second episode in 2022. It's wonderful. Wonderful. (laughs) Just wonderful. And today, we are talking about something that I think is going to make a difference in your life. I think it will be. I think when you realize this... (laughs) It's going to change a lot of things and you're going to be able to accept yourself where you're at and it's going to be awesome because yeah. I struggle with this. This is kind of what I've been struggling with the last week. I've been at a new college. I'm in a new area in my life and this is just one of the things that I've been struggling with specifically this week. So it's very interesting that we're talking about this. Yeah. And I think I've struggled with it my whole life and never really realized it. It's one of those things I've been trying to kind of hide. My ego has been too proud and I've kind of hid this yeah I but feel, I think you felt when you understand this it can bring a whole new level of peace and a whole new level of calm in your day and you can move past some of those anxious thoughts and be grounded in Christ and in your faith yeah and so we're going to talk about the one thing that you don't need to know and that is everything Say what? What are you talking about? This is crazy talk. It is kind of crazy because I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not crazy to you. Sometimes it's hard to to accept. It's hard to accept as truth. Like it might be something you know, but then to really feel it and accept it and live it out is hard. It's hard because we want to know a lot of things. We want to sound knowledgeable. We want to sound we want well, to sound like smart to people we want to sound expert yeah knowledgeable right but in this world of information overload who would ever think that you don't need to know everything because it's kind of forced upon you you need to know this you need to know this you need to know this i mean i my email box is filled with all these horrible things that 30, i need 000, to know 30,000 emails <laughs> 30,000 and how i can make my life better if i know these things right mm-hmm. but the thing is If you believe in God and you're cultivating your faith every single day, you don't really need to know everything. You don't. It doesn't need to be a constant thing where you need to impress somebody or you honestly, even if you're not trying to impress someone, you still don't need to know. No. And I just talked to a woman who said she's not going to the doctor. She's putting her faith in God. And I'm like, unless she breaks something. Yeah. But I'm like, that's that's a pretty strong faith right there. But to some degree, that's what faith is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when you can embrace this principle in your life, I think you're going to be able to connect more closely to God and find that inner peace within yeah. yourself. And you might find that 
you're getting in your way less that you're gonna see God moving in your life more because when we think we're knowledgeable sometimes that knowledge can be a block to trusting God it really can uh because we don't really need to know everything and information overload is kind of like FOMO. It really is because why sometimes, Why do we feel the incessant need to know more? Is it because we're missing out on something? Yeah, we're missing out and maybe we'll be sick or maybe we can make more money or maybe we can be at, at have an advantage over or the neighbor. Or we can people please like I was. <laughs> or you can people please, right? Manipulate people, have them like you because you, you know You just stuff. sound smart. Yeah. You just sound smart. Everybody wants to collect around you. There's lots of reasons that people like to collect knowledge. Mm-hmm. And one of them is driven by the desire to change and create good. Which is, which is good because we were talking about this. God created the earth. He created mankind. God is creative and in, since we are of him, we are also creative beings. We want right. to... We're made in his yeah, image. Yeah, we want to change and explore and the, like, and create like he did. Right, and everything is constantly changing. And so we, being beings in this world, want to constantly create change. And so knowledge is driven by the desire to change and to make things easier for ourselves. We create electricity, sewer cars, fly all over the world. All this stuff has made our life much more pleasant and easier. It has. So knowledge is good. We'll admit knowledge is good, right? Knowledge is good. And knowledge is driven by curiosity. And guess who gave us that curiosity? God did. God did. So that's all good. It's very, it's good to be curious. It's good to have questions. But there's also the dark side to knowledge. Yeah. Well, knowledge can be driven by fear. And this in itself can create anxiety about the things that we cannot control. Yes. I think that's the biggest thing about knowledge. I think it's being used kind of manipulatively. I was in marketing for 25 years and fear is like the number one seller. (laughs) So, I mean, it's not a secret. Everybody knows this. And so why do I have 30,000 emails of information in my mailbox? Because they're they're trying to prey on you. And even like, there's, I'm not going to say the, the, website or anything but there's this one email thing that i signed up for by accident or i don't know but every single time i get email from them the title is very striking it's very fear-based right i mean and this might be kind of a funny one we'll go a little poo talk <laughs> but, okay <laughs> but does your poop float i get this email it's like oh no what if it does it's like does that mean i'm sick is something wrong blah 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 you know and patrick yeah. swayze that's the first sign he had when he had cancer blah 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 it's like ah so what is this creating? It, does it really matter in our is mind? Is it true? Uh, it's creating a lot of anxiety. It's taking away peace. And, and is it drawing us closer to God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No, no. But like I say, yes, it creates a lot of anxiety. No, it's not driving us closer to God. It's not drawing me closer to God. Uh-uh. So, you know, I'm getting I'm getting savvier on these emails. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where I just press delete and then I feel so much peace flood over me. Mm-hmm. I don't need and to it, know. You're really creating your own anxiety kind of. You know, because you, you didn't know, then you'd just be less anxious. <laughs> you kind of did yourself really not is. a favor. What, what, look at it. Anxiety is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. We know more. We have but information yeah. at our fingertips. Yeah. Our children have information at their fingertips. Never in the history of mankind have we had this much information. Do you think, and I guess we can pose this to you, 
beautiful and wonderful listeners out there, do you think that that's really helped us to feel safe and calm? No. It, like you said, like we talked in the beginning, it creates says a lot no, of FOMO. Right? I agree. But it's a question that we all can ask ourselves. You can ask that yourself. Is it really helping? And it's just, it helps to dig into your habits and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen it do that. And so another thing that is driven, knowledge is driven by, is the ego. And this can be a little more complex to understand. But it's in that knowing that I think a lot of us, particularly for me, it's very subconscious. I do like information. I do like learning. I'm in love with learning. I do literally have my mailbox chocked full of uh, emails. And I... I, I've been called an encyclopedia and I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it because I work at a place where I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are like walking encyclopedias. It's like, oh, now I'm being called that. I've been called that myself. It's like something I kind of strive for. That's kind of my ego in there. And what I've realized is, and I've kind of just realized this after all these years, after over 50 years that I do pride myself in knowledge and it can, it's really driven by my ego. And the ego likes to keep itself very hidden. I didn't realize that I had this problem with my ego. <laughs> but it comes out in different ways. And I, and, I, and I don't ever mean to sound like, what, superior, snotty. Um, you're just a, you're just a knowledgeable ego But snob. when the ego gets in the way, all those things can come out. Yeah. And it's, I definitely feel this as well. Because this is, this is part of what I was struggling with. I mean, just wanting to know everything this week. And being at a Christian school, you realize that there's a lot of other people that know a lot of theology more than you do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should be at their level because they're only, they're either in my grade or a year or two ahead of me. And so it's very much that missing out piece or like I could converse with them better if I knew more theology. And and so it makes me feel inferior to them. Yes. But I also, so there's an inferior piece to it and a superior piece. Because even when I start to understand something or just I, I grasp a, con- a concept that I didn't before, I get like a little serotonin rush and it makes me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not consciously thinking, oh, I'm better than someone else, but I definitely feel better about myself. And so it knowledge can go both ways with that ego piece it can drag you down or it can make you feel like you're better than people and that's it's it's hard because you kind of don't know and it's neither it, yeah right because really god you're never not told us to you're not knowledge. better and you're not less than yeah uh god never said go out and discover how everything works this is my task for you no it really <laughs> isn't that that is not in the bible and so and like you were talking about that inferior and then superior, I like that because when I see people that are knowledgeable, right, it's kind of mind blowing. It's like, wow, yeah. you know, all the, you almost want to, um, want to worship these people, right? Because yeah, it's because like, they know you feel so, so inferior or lowly mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, but then that's getting all a little carried away too, because we're putting too much emphasis on yeah. somebody's knowledge. You can make knowledge an idol. yes it can become idolatry yes which is not which is not what god intended it to be like we were talking about knowledge can be both good and bad it can be and i think with the access of knowledge um at the touch of the fingertips 
which is is it real knowledge? I don't know. On yeah. the internet, it's not necessarily uh, even no. real knowledge. Do but... not read. Ev- do not believe everything you read on the internet. Do not even believe most of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's become as that like that people worship the World Wide Web because it's knowledge. Yeah, and is it really knowledge? And I guess that's a question that you can answer for yourself. Yeah, uh, and discover that on your own. It might be some kind of knowledge, but is it truth? Right, and I think. Um, it's important to remember that knowledge is not repeating what somebody else said. No. Knowledge is not truth, actually, even. It's perceived facts of the story in front of us. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, it goes to show that science changes. Yeah, I mean, because even years ago when the atom was first discovered, they made a model of it, but that has changed so much over the years, and it could change again. Right. And that was fact. That was science. Yeah. And nobody could dispute it. And that was it. Right. It's like, but guess what? It changed because it we change. got more knowledge. We discovered more of God's creation and how it functions. But it doesn't mean that we're done learning about that. No. And I like to go to as simple as the world was flat. Mm-hmm. That was a scientifically accepted fact at one point. Yeah. And man, in the history of mankind. I mean, I'm sure there's still f- people who can quote-unquote scientifically prove that the earth is flat it's, well they, it's they don't have to believe it but now now you'd be a laughing stock if you said it's yeah. flat right it's like it's people create a cult out of it it's like it goes to show just because someone has knowledge it doesn't mean people are going to believe it yeah and that's exactly god is truth he is light he is wisdom he does miracles uh, he yeah. created everything people don't have to believe it and so then where does that bring all this knowledge then anyways? Even if you know it, nobody believes it. What does it matter? It, yeah, exactly. But um, it's important to know that a lot of times the facts, like I say, even in science, they're just a story of the reality in front of us as we perceive it. Yeah. That's really what knowledge is. So it gets a little tricky. You don't want to put too much emphasis on knowledge. And the beauty of it is during the day, I I don't need to know how everything works and runs. And I actually have somebody particularly in my life who's always telling me, you need to know how this works. You need to know all about that. (laughs) And it's like, no, I really don't need to know how it works. I don't need to know how the car works in order to drive it. No, you really don't. I don't need to know how the internet works in order to use it. No. And I have a compost bin, and I don't really even know need to know the biology of how it breaks down. I just know I need green matter, and I need brown matter, half and half, and water, and I mix it. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and I'm yeah. okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I don't need to know. I don't need to know all the nitty-gritty details. And even if I did, what it wouldn't change the way that I use it. No, it's going to add stress. When someone says, you need to know how the car works before you get in the car to drive it, what do I feel? A lot of anxiety. Well, yeah, because it's what like, if you... oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Yeah, I start panicking. you have expectations and... of how it's supposed to run. You, you're, yeah, it can, like we talked about before, it can create anxiety. So you don't need to know it. And so that no. really is the point. And that is how God really, he, he supports it because... If you're looking at it from a biblical point, uh, what's most important is not knowledge. No. In our society, in our world, in our culture, it is faith. God God called us us to be faithful. Yeah. Not knowledgeable. No. Faithful. He tells us to seek, like, his knowledge. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but that 
But he's not telling us we have to be perfect in our faith or in our knowledge and in our seeking. Because no, we just, God never says our faith will not be complete until the day we were, like, we're called home. Right, because we've got what's called human error. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, human error. Knowledge, it, like I, I said this before, knowledge can be both good and a curse. Because you can seek good things and you can seek bad things and in the bible it tells us like basically you're gonna seek kind of what you find or what you yeah you what you're looking for yep what you seek you're gonna find find what you're seeking for yep you create it and it's kind of goes back to all you create your reality well and that's like a new philosophy your thoughts create the reality around you You don't need to know everything um because if you did know everything faith can't really exist no you'd want to play god yeah, there's kind no, of. You would be God. I you think. would be. Yeah, because yeah. God is all-knowing. Yeah, there's nothing to believe in. You would be God. So if you know everything, then there'd be no reason to trust God. And because you knew everything. That's a lot of weight on your shoulders, not going to lie. Right. And so you would be God. Basically, you would be God because God is the only one. He created this universe yeah. and everything in it. He knows. He's the only one who knows. We're just trying and striving to figure out because it's so amazing. But God knows. Mm -hmm. We don't have to know. He tells us we don't have to know. And the beautiful thing is we can seek him. We can strive to be more knowledgeable about him. Yes. Amen. And I think not knowing everything is proof that God exists. Honestly, not knowing is such a gift. It is. The creator of our highly intelligent universe, he created it. I don't need to know. I can find my peace and my joy and trust in him. And trust. Trust that he knows that his creation is good. Yes, exactly. And like you said, I think, and it even says in the Bible that God doesn't let us know things in our future and what's happening imagine if he just told us our entire life in this moment i think i would physically explode right like look at my and i got a little bit longer like 56 if i was told of my life (laughs) and what was going to happen and all the things that i went through i'd be like say what uh i don't think so i mean like even if i saw (laughs) what i was going to go through in the next year i think no i I don't even like to know yeah so it god the gift of not knowing is such a gift and uh, I was in class this week, and it's so crazy. Well, it's not crazy. It's just cool. It's cool to see how God works because in yeah, that's a good one of my it. classes, which I, I feel so blessed to take, it's called Ministry Foundations. We're reading this book called More. It's by an author named Todd Wilson, and he talks about God fog. Sometimes God puts fog in our life because we... If we were to know what is going to happen or know the future, we'd either fall out of faith like, and not trust God or we might be too scared to face that. And so it's really such a cool thing to not know. It's powerful. It really because, is. Yeah. It, it is a gift. It keeps you waiting on the Lord. It keeps you, yeah, just trusting in Him. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that that is great because that ties in beautifully for what we're talking about. And we had this planned out. If you listened to our podcast before this, we said, <laughs> we yay, did. we talked about um, my information hoarding. and Yes, mother's information hoarding. <laughs> my knowledge hoarding and how and that we were going to have a podcast on it. And so we had this. But that then, just not by chance, but by God, to kind of support and back it up. Yeah. And what you were studying I mean, this it's week, honestly it's so cool. Ported what we're talking about. Yeah. And that it's like the knowledge that we don't need to know. We don't need to know everything. And it's a really, really good reminder because I'm stuck in a phase in my life where I, I, I'm the freshman and so I want to keep up with my peers and I want to sound smart because I'm a college student. And it's, yes. it's very much a battle. But yes. this is a good reminder. It is a great reminder and you're in a difficult spot in your life right now and you're going to keep pitying those typical typical spots but you're a freshman in college and everything is new and you feel like everybody knows everything and I know so little yeah but it's so it's also another cool thing because I talked to my roommate about this and she was just so encouraging and said like the good thing is is that you've you've acknowledged that you want to know more like you you want to seek God more and know more and that is really good because we're talking about you're going to find what you seek and I want to seek God and I want to know him more. And obviously my knowledge and my faith won't go, won't be complete ever in this lifetime. No. And but I, I want to seek that. And the growth that is going to happen from freshman year, first semester to senior year, last semester is going to be enormous. Correct. And you're going to keep growing and it's going to keep changing. You're going to keep finding yourself yeah. in the same situations, whether it's you're a first time parent where you're married for a first time, you're at a new job it's all going to be the same. You're going to be stuck in this place where you don't know that much and you feel ill-equipped. Yeah. And that's just a part of life. That's exactly how we go. But God equips the called. He doesn't call the equipped. Yes. And I love that saying. That's a beautiful quote. I mean, he I does. heard it from my youth pastor. <laughs> yes. And I've heard it um, in different places and I really like it. It's like, because I, you know, even like doing this podcast, I feel like I don't think we're, you know, equipped yeah i sometimes but i don't god called us right yeah and he's equipped us really mm-hmm. we're starting our second year and it's been amazing yeah so that is awesome and one last plug on knowledge it doesn't matter the knowledge you know because i look at these experts and they know so much and everything particularly about certain topics mm-hmm. and then they have kids and struggles in their family about another topic that they know nothing about yeah. And it's like, we, we can't, so my point in telling this, and kind of what you said with school, we can't get to the point of like, I'm going to know everything in school, right? I'm going to know everything about this aspect of parenting and yeah. then not encounter a problem where we don't know anything. Yeah. Because that's life. Yeah. Well, but the beautiful thing is, we get to fill in each other's gaps. We do. And it's not, it's really how you label it. When we go back to when we were talking about words, I said a problem. It's like, it's really not a problem. No. You call it a challenge. You can call it experience. You can call it a gift. Mm-hmm. It can all be the same thing. Yeah. So you want to flip it on the words. But we do have Bible verses to support this not needing to know everything. Yes. And so I'm going to read the first one right here from Romans. And it's from Romans chapter 11 and it's verse 33, 34. And it says, oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. Yes, just, I mean, we can't even imagine. I was going to say just no. imagine. <laughs> we can't. It's like how unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable are his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Literally no one. No one. Literally Every, our knowledge will never be complete the in this lifetime. try, but they don't. And so this 
really just kind of backs up this Bible verse backs up what we're talking about. You're never going to know everything. The only power in the whole universe that knows everything is God. Yeah. And that's the way God designed it, as we discussed in that mist and that fog and not knowing things, yeah. right? Uh, it's just the way that it is. We don't need it to find that peace and that joy and to draw close to God. We don't need it for faith. In fact, no. it interferes with faith. It's honestly, yeah, it's just going and trusting God. Yes. So that's that one. And we have another one. Yeah. So this one comes from 1 Corinthians and it's 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. It says, Paul said to the church of Corinth, remember to stay alert and hold firmly to all that you believe. Be mighty and full of courage. Let love and kindness be the motivation behind all you do. This one is so amazing because yeah, I you love wouldn't, this one. I don't think you're going to be able to be alert and hold firm to what you believe if you're knowledgeable because it's hard to do that if you're always like seeking and wanting to know more and you have that ego kind of taking you over. Right. You don't get to let yourself just relax in God's truth and trust that he is good. Right. And so God says, remember to stay alert. He absolutely tells you to stay alert and to hold firmly all that you believe in him and your faith. So it's hold on to your faith and stay alert. Don't fall asleep and be idle. Uh, Don't let your thoughts idle. Be alert with everything around you. And I think this next piece is really important in that I think it gets overlooked a lot, actually. But it says, be mighty and full of courage. Mm-hmm. And so that is our faith. That yeah. like, Faith gives us courage to be mighty and move forward because God's got our back. And then it says, let love and kindness be the motivation behind all you do. It's hard to be loving and kind when you're just an, a knowledgeable snob. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, it really is. It really is because that ego gets in the way and you want to control. You start controlling things because you're better than everybody and you know what's going on and you know what's good for everybody because, you know, you just know. Yeah. I mean, you could have all the knowledge in the world, but have zero emotional intelligence and it's going to be very hard to connect to people on a different level and love them genuinely. On a powerful level. And so, so let love, so love and kindness are our motivation and all we do. So that's what we're supposed to focus on. There's no knowledge here, no yeah. knowledge at all. There's faith, be mighty and full of courage, grab onto our faith and courage and love and be kind. And trusting in God and leaning in him is going to help you love and be kind. Right, so this backs up um, totally right here. You don't need knowledge. God doesn't promote knowledge, seeking knowledge. That's not first and foremost. That's nope. not what this life is about. It's about being kind and loving your neighbor. That's the motivation be- behind all you do. So if yep. you're seeking knowledge, it's okay. But yeah. the motivation is not to know everything. It's to so that you can love and be kind to others mm-hmm. more efficiently, Yeah, more lovingly. And then the last one... And this is just classic. And it's classic. Classic, and it really sums it all up, and it's perfect. Uh, a perfect ending, I think, to this it's podcast. perfect. Perfect. I'll maybe read the first part, and then I'll let you finish it off. Okay. And it's Proverbs, and it's 3-5, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. Boom. Okay, this is, ding, it's ding, classic, ding, 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 ding. but it has another... <laughs> Now that we're going through this podcast, it has a different meaning to me because leaning 
on your own understanding can sometimes feel good. It makes it feeds your pride. Powerful. You know, you ego. feel maybe you can tell better people than, what to do. You can talk over people. You might feel <laughs> you might feel better than someone else. But that's not what God calls us to do. But he really human knowledge is great. But seeking God and trusting him is gonna give you knowledge far beyond anything of this world. Yeah, move forward with your heart. Your heart anchored in God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And don't lean on your own understanding because it messes you up from you experience. You might fall. Don't lean. Yeah. <laughs> from experience, my own understanding messes me up all the time. I've learned yes. to take myself out of the equation and let God kind of... Yeah. I'm too indecisive. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's wishy-washy. It is. So would you like to close this out in prayer then? I would love to. I'm leaving oh your... Set your knowledge aside. Setting my knowledge aside. <laughs> Grab your courage. Grabbing onto the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit is already here. Yes. Pray and let love and kindness be your motivation. Amen. Okay. Amen. Please join me in prayer. Yes. Dear God, thank you so much for this day. It's so beautiful outside with the sun Mm, shining and my beautiful, beautiful mother sitting next to me. I'm so thankful. Yay. (laughs) We get to visit. I'm so thankful for everyone that's listening to this. I pray that you are just able to fill them with your spirit help them to lean on you not on their own understanding help them and help me to be okay with not knowing everything that is it's more than okay it's a gift honestly Mm -hmm. god i pray that even if we can't see five feet in front of us metaphorically or physically that we trust in you because that is what is going to get us through this life and not only get us through this life, but thrive in this life. So I pray that we lean on you today, forever and always. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. Thank Thank you you for closing us out today. And so we wish you a beautiful and amazing day and next two weeks to follow and unplug the knowledge. I'm going to delete lots of emails. (laughs) she's gonna have a satisfying time just deleting all thirty thousand emails uh it it is it is you know it is rewarding it does bring a peace when i'm like when i can say i don't need to know this delete yeah it's gone give it to god and then there's peace well i'm gonna try to give i'm gonna really work on giving god my ego and pride and trying to know everything and trying to impress my fellow college students it's very hard but i just i trust god in that he knows what i'm where i'm supposed to be and he also knows what i'm supposed to know right now and so i i trust that he's gonna open up the doors that he's going to and it's gonna be his timing amen (laughs) until two weeks and faith and love jana and kelly bye Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.